Hello everyone, and in today's episode I'm joined with Ross, and Ross does some r r really good work home with autism, and he's going to be, today he's going to be speaking about um, um, how he raises awareness and all the wonderful work he, um, he does towards autism. So f thank you, Ross, um, for joining me today. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Mason. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's going to be um, a, a really nice chat, Ross, like, um, because I remember like, um, a person you know, Kelly, who, who, who came on, who's been on my podcast before, and, and um, it's very nice that you, you, to talk to you as well. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for having me. Um, I said I was the message. This is the first time on the podcast, so it's it's very new to me. Yeah. Um, but no, it's that's good experience. And I'm reading into Mason's profile and stuff, and you do great yeah. work. So it's you know it's great what you're doing. Thank you. And um, like um, I think um, like what does like um, like with autism, Ross? What does like that mean to you? Yeah. Well, so um, this year I'm now in Boston. I'm originally from Ireland. Um. I'm working, currently working in a place called the New England School for Children with Autism. Right. It's quite a large school. I think there's about three or four hundred students and a few thousand staff. And one place in Boston, one place in Dubai. But it has different programs. There's residential programs and there's uh, school programs. So some of the children, are, you know, they stay in houses owned by the school and get 24-hour care. Okay. Um, pardon me, some of the children just come in for the day and then go home again. Um, there's a wide range, you know, before... I have to admit, I don't have a lot of experience with autism before this year, so I was, didn't maybe have the best, um, you know, what I thought autism was, wasn't what autism is for me. I thought it was, um, you know, very uh, one thing, but I realise autism is a spectrum, you know, you have people from higher functioning, you know, lower functioning. So that was a surprise to me because um, some of the guys in my class say they're, they're great guys, I consider them my friends. Um, but yeah, it's a great, great bunch of guys I'm with. I've got to work with older guys, um, age from 18 to 22, which is close to my age, which is nice too. Kind of relate with them pretty well. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, like, especially with autism, it's good that uh, like, like, and and people like, I suppose you're working with quite a lot of people that um, have autism, and like other people like like yourself who are working where you're working, and yeah, uh, and you kind of just learning things like you all the time. Oh yeah, every every single day. Um, as I say, before I worked in this field, I as I know what experience at all. I worked in a, a bus factory and I worked in a music shop. So yeah. I'm learning every single day. And there's a great bunch of teachers here too who take the time to you know explain everything to you. And we're all, everybody's there for the benefit of the students, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so it's a good place. Yeah, and and like um, like like I can say, I can see in the background like you're and and like on your page that you're quite into music. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, that's a nice thing too about the school. There's music classes too, which I can help with. Um, which is something I've, I've always enjoyed music, uh, guitar, piano, that sort of thing. But we do teach music classes in the school for the you know for the children, which is nice. I think the children get a lot of it. Also music, arts, gym. Uh, there's a swimming pool. There's oh, scissor. We do like different sort of you know classes all together, which is nice. At the minute, because of obviously COVID, yeah. we can't do as many things together as we wanted to, so everything's kind of separate and you know over Zoom meetings. But it was still, it's still good to have that, those experiences and, you know, it's very good for building social skills, I think, to have those classes run together. Yeah, well, definitely. I think, um, I think music is quite important as well because it can, it can really help you if you're feeling like down or, or anything or yeah. upset. Oh, definitely. I've, I'm now 25 years old and I've been playing music since I was, pardon me, about 13, I think. So I get a lot from it. Um, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and, and 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 like and like Ross, like have you ever like met, like created like your own songs or anything like that? Or, or did you just yeah, I have now a long time ago. But um, I actually say coming from Ireland, I play a lot of Irish and traditional Scottish music as well. Um, I think it's good too because a lot of my family play too, and it's I play with him, my brother and my grandfather play too. They're they're fiddle players, and I play the you know, guitar. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's great for sort of relieving stress and it's great for bringing people together. Yeah, yeah it's good fun, especially yeah. everybody playing together. Yeah. Yeah, and and like maybe like at the time, like um situation we find ourselves in, um, it's always good to do in your spare time. Yeah. Well. A lot of our guys in the school love to listen to music too. Like all the guys obviously have their own iPhones and you know, but one of the 
I think it's you know, interesting, like just like anybody else, you know, people have different tastes in music. One of the guys in our class, he's the nicest guy, he's very pleasant, but he loves death metal. You wouldn't expect that from, you know, just um, by talking to him, he's really into death metal. That's, you know, what he likes. So he really enjoys it. So that's cool. Um, just I, I find it surprising sometimes that sometimes you look at somebody or you talk to somebody you didn't realize, you know, that maybe they'd be like different music out there. But yeah, each yeah. person has their own thing and you can, you know, yeah. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, of course. Like, it, it's not you just do anything that I uh, uh, anything that, ma- that makes you happy. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, like with autism, Ross. Um, like, like, like as you said, um, like, uh, like, um, like, like before you thought um that it was um maybe just like one thing, and then and then uh, like, w- w- what were your thoughts when you actually realised that um it's actually more than one thing um. Yeah. So. As you said, I before that I had little experience of it, but coming here to America and you know to the school and, and uh, specifically, I got to work with so many different people. Um, I just, I think the more time, say, I, part of my time here, I spent on the residence, which is you know twenty four hours with the guys and the house versus school owns. I think you become very close to people when you spend that amount of time with them. You become kind of like family, um, and I think it was. I think it's great just to kind of, you know, spend this time with people and understand them more, you know, yeah. just kind of grow closer. And you, yeah, everybody's, you know, we treat everybody like human beings and, you know, people feel sad, people feel happy. It's just good to, to understand that and understand people's emotions. I think, I say, being part of the residence, I think it's spent more time with those people yeah. and you can grow closer to them, understand them more. Yeah. Even though some of the children we work with are non-verbal, so they can't always communicate maybe what's you know what they want or how they're feeling. So I think kind of learn to read people just by being with them is very important. Yeah, uh, the, 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 of course. And like like as uh, everyone's gonna have their own like different needs, aren't they? Because yeah. you're gonna have like people that are high functioning or mm-hmm. um like like I've always find that uh, like people with autism are like um maybe like in a mainstream school because you, you get quite a lot of people who have autism. Yeah. That, uh, unfortunately don't, don't get the help they need and yes and they, they kind of because it is hard to get into like um like um a, a special school isn't it um for yeah. for like um people do that with autism and um like, like that's part of the, yeah part of the reason why i came out here because back home there isn't the same opportunities for people with autism um back home the care service isn't unfortunately as nice it's over here it's more about behavior change it's quite working it's about how you can improve behavior and how you can you know Whereas back home, unfortunately, if somebody was, you know, someone with autism had maybe slightly more challenging behaviour, yeah. there's not the same resources there or same amount of staff there for them, which I think is a very, it's a very bad shame. Um, so that's why I wanted to come here and kind of learn different techniques and stuff that can be used to, you know, to benefit the person the best and help them live the best life they can live. Yeah, it's like um, I think that support for the people, like people do have autism, is very important as well because they like they feel like they somehow they have something to go to, don't they? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, say um, have good chats with some of my guys in my class. The same working in the school now, but they all are guys. They're great guys. They have good chats with me every day, and they're you know the guys are genuinely funny guys. Some of the funniest guys I know, which I think is great. <laughs> um, just the, you know, I think it's a really cool place to work. I think. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people has many negative perceptions of people with autism sometimes, but I think it's not fair. Um, I think more of the public have more chance to spend time with people with you know autism than we understand that you know we're all very everybody's very similar. Yeah, like like people with autism, you might have like similar things to another person that have autism, but yeah, but really like everyone has their like everyone's different, aren't they? Because um mm-hmm. they all have their put like their own needs that like they might have to do something a certain way. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like it's good that like like people like where you work as well are, and mm-hmm. like 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 they treat everyone like like for their own needs. Yes, I think it's you understand like people have to understand too that everybody's different. You know, autism or no autism, people's got differences. I'm different from the next person. Yeah, I enjoy different things. I have my own quirks. Everybody's got their own quirks, yeah. Um, yeah. which I think is you know. Yeah, everybody's different and then people just have to understand that and, you know once people take into consideration I think it's a lot nicer but the world will be a lot nicer place yeah and I, 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 even like autism or no autism everyone's different like, like, yeah. like you say so um, it, it's just good 
like um we don't it's good that everyone's not the same if everyone was the same i think we all no, got a bit mad uh, they're very they're very boring so it's <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah we're very boring yeah um yeah. it's this year i've it's sort of work now that i've done it for one year i think i could see myself you know want, i want to do this now for the rest of my life i've enjoyed it so much and i get a lot out of it too it's something i find very rewarding that i know i'm helping somebody else improve their life yeah. If possible, you know, because sometimes some of the guys, whenever they um, reach 21 years old, then, you know, they graduate from the school. So you want to try and prepare them as much and get them as independent as possible. So when they, you know, enter their adult life, they can be as independent as possible, yeah. Um, yeah. which I think is very rewarding. That's why I like to work with the older guys, because I know that's just the last step before they're going off to do their own thing. It's very sad too when the guys graduate too, because, you know, you go very close to them and you miss them once they leave the school because you don't see them as much anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now I find it very rewarding. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Like, do, do do you have like any like goals or aims for yourself, like um, like Ross, for like because like now like this year you've had um experience with autism, like yeah. like beforehand you said you you didn't know much about, it, but but now you know a little bit about it. Like, do you have any aims for like the future? Yeah. Well, um, this year now I finished my year in America in February fourth, I believe. So I have to go back to Ireland because you know visas up and. But I have the opportunity to come back here again to work if I want to for three years. Yes. Um, so either I'll come back to work here or I'll get involved in the field back home in Ireland. So I'm not, I'm, I honestly don't know yet what I'm going to do um, just because the minute this year has been kind of, you know, hectic with COVID and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I can travel back or not or if there's restrictions or I just don't know. But I do definitely want to still work in the field and continue to work in it. Yeah, like, like, like work in a school um, with, with people that need help with autism. Yeah. Yeah, and, I think the uh, school setting is somewhere I find, yeah, it's probably what I find the most enjoyable. Yeah, and and like um, like it, I think it's it, it's very good. Like from 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 someone like like I went to like um a special school, um yeah. from from actually travelling from a mainstream school. So I kind of know. Okay. Um, I kind of had a bit of both. Um, like like um, like 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 from going to mainstream, which was not nice, mm-hmm. but going yeah. to like a special school which um like that does really help you and like you've got all those teachers who support you which mm-hmm. is um really good but i do feel like um i know if someone like because although like like, like as you said like but beforehand you didn't know much about um autism where there are yeah. people out there have never heard of autism before which um like now you know about it, it's quite surprising isn't it because it's it's it very is, yeah. quite known um um yeah, well, I've actually, one of my close friends back home, um, my neighbour actually went back in Ireland, he had autism, he does a form of dyslexia, uh, dyslexia too, um, but he's one of my best friends and still I'm very close with him, you know, um, still keep in great contact with him, but I never even would have, you know, I never, you know, thought, I, apart from that his uh, mother told me, you know, Gavin's got autism, I never noticed anything different at all, um, he's a good friend of mine, still is, um, yeah, it's, I think even in more recent years, there's been, I don't think there's been the fact there's more people with autism. I think it's maybe just more that there's more diagnosis of autism, which I'm not sure if that's correct, but I think that's, you know, people years ago may didn't hear of it as much, but now it's more in the light and it's more, you know, more awareness of it, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, it's quite harder nowadays to get diagnosed as well. Um, yeah. Because you've got to go through all these processes. And- yeah. It's, I know there's big weight in this, especially for schools, um, about in Ireland, I think, most classrooms, I think, can only, or most schools can only get like two children a year through processes, very limited, you know, which yeah. I think is, you know, hopefully that increases so those people can get the help that they, you know, they even deserve so they can do the best they can be. Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 and for getting a job, it, 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 I think it is really hard for people with autism or yeah. to, to get like a job, like even a well-paid job as well, because, yeah. um, that people might think of them differently like they're not capable of doing that because they've got autism but having autism i think um it, it means you can maybe do something a little bit more than maybe someone I has think, yeah i think it's i think you're definitely right there saying our in the school too a lot of our guys have vocational jobs um some guys that work at walgreens and um, walmart in america as well they also have um they call them csa kits so some of our students um help assemble these kits which are actually used for training purposes in other schools you know to help you know um these special kits to use but the, one of the students is um, insanely efficient at putting the kits together. He just flies through them. He's quicker than any the teachers can do. He's really, really good at it. Um, 
which I think is very impressive. But yeah, no, the, the school I'm working at has a great sort of uh, relationship with different uh, businesses, which help, help the guys get jobs, which I think is really yeah. good too. I mentioned there's Walmart, there's a place called News to You, it's a part of a news firm. There is uh, Walgreens, there's, uh, I think where else now, Target, I think there's lots of places and the guys get good experience working there and they can, you know, um, I actually see some of the guys sometimes I go to the shop to pick up stuff and talking to them because, you know, they're working days off and I'm off and then, you know, I'm on as well. So it's nice to see them. Yeah. They develop great skills there too. Uh, yeah. It, 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 even if it's just a, a little skill like they just do, yeah. uh, like um, it doesn't have to be much uh, like um, man, maybe they've written some down like, um, like yeah. it, it's just um, little steps first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I think especially vocational and getting jobs and stuff is is a very important part of building those life skills. Um, yeah. And I'm very glad the school does that and gets involved in that. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like um, a, a very good school school, Ross. Yeah, no, I say I've I done some research before coming out here. I just, I just wanted to go here and you know get a good learning experience and learn as much as I can so I can help others when I go back home or else you know continue to work in the field. Yeah. Yeah, and and when you do go back home, you you, you can tell everyone. Um, I know I know lots about autism now, and yeah, um, uh, um, uh, that's kind of your dream job now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's um, that, that very good, Ross, because um, it's um, autism is um, it's 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 a very good because um, although like um, like there are people that don't speak about it, isn't there? Um, Ross, yeah, I think it's kind of unfortunate too. It's sometimes can be like a hush subject, but I think it should not be the case at all. Yeah. I think now in terms of there has been certain things which helped recently in the media and stuff, like certain, you know, those certain programs as well came on there, like um, trying to watch uh, recently Love on the Spectrum. Yeah. It's about dealing between people. I, I thought, you know, I think that's, that stuff actually kind of helps the area and it kind of like gives more, um, gives more, um, sheds more light on and what you're doing through the podcast is a great thing too i think that's a very very good thing you're doing Um, but yeah it's it's good to talk about it and it's good to kind of get it into the public and not you know not be a hush thing or because there's no need for that yeah definitely and i you can't i can't understand that why people would be quiet about it like um like like they might be ashamed that well someone else gets to think of them um like, like like me personally um, yeah. When I was younger, I got diagnosed when I was nine, but later on, like I, I, I discovered what it was. I discovered mm-hmm. what more it was, and then, like at school, I was kind of like one of the, one of those people who were quiet. Um, like saying, yeah. like um, like if I didn't know what to do, I wouldn't ask the teacher for help because like there will be people around the class knowing what they're gonna do, and you're thinking, mind if I get it wrong, I might get made for fun of. Or... I know. Um. I think too. Like I would be, I've been similar to that too in school. I've been very quiet in school. Um, I never would have talked much. as a very introverted sort of person. Um, but I understand what you're saying. You know, I'm sure. I'm not sure when you find out at nine when you were given the diagnosis, were you relieved or do you kind of, you know, did it help you understand? Um, or how do you feel about it? Um, I don't think um, I felt like um, much about it because I was quite young. Yeah. Like I, like, I was yeah. not. Well, I was nine, so um, I don't often remember much about it. But I do remember that I had to go to this. Um, it was it was, a, it was a it was called um Oaks. I went to a place where they did all these different tests, and I, I remember having yeah. all these different tests, and um, I did like get diagnosed with it. But um, eventually, because it, it was my parents that like discovered like like um. It might get to get tested for autism, yeah. Because you don't like, uh, uh, even maybe a few years after down the line, I maybe didn't understand fully what it is. Um, like I, I eventually thought it's, it's it's um, it makes me dumb. Um, I don't know, I can't do things. But I, I eventually found out that's not the case. It's no. maybe like because there's different functionings, and like like in my case, maybe I'll find certain subjects are maybe a little bit harder than maybe someone yeah. else that is like is maybe really good at it. Like like for me, maybe um, I I I I could tell anyone about like football. Like maybe I yeah. could um tell someone um I could memorize the whole English football league um table um yeah. and and that that would be me. But 
like like I'd found maybe English. Well, not actually English. I'm, I'm all better than English. But with maths, um, maybe I find that a little bit more harder. Yeah. And they just find a little bit more tricky and and like have to do things certain ways. Like don't like when um someone makes a lot of noise by eating and, and you're right next to them. And um, maybe I like um, a big crowd. Yeah. That's, as you say, that's, that's differences. And, and, and in other words, I suppose everybody's different, you know, everybody has their differences and quirks, you know, no matter if you know, autism or no autism. Um, even, say, some of our guys, um, some guys of our guys don't like loud noises, you say, or don't like big crowds. You know, it's all just differences. Um, or even, for me, for me example, I'm, there's certain subjects I'm absolutely terrible at. Two guys, horrible at French. <laughs> you can never get a handle, you know, field every French um, test ever done, I think, in school. <laughs> um, but I was just, French wasn't for me. And I was just done other subjects instead, which I enjoyed, so. Yeah. yeah. As, as long as you can count to 10 in French, it should, it should be covered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, um, yeah, it's um, like, everyone's got to find things, like, hard in life, aren't they? Yeah. Like, if you've got autism or not. But mm-hmm. like like having autism, like, like people may think straight away, like um, it's like a, a disease that maybe that 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 that, that 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 might come into the word, but um, it's not a disease. It's it's no. not con- it's not contagious. It's just um, no. I I always feel like now I'll tell I'll tell anyone this that has it or like like me having it as well. Um, I always think like you should be proud of having it because um, yeah. you're you're it's a uh, major who who you are today and um. Mm-hmm. Um, if you find something hard, um, um, it's okay because you can take take longer on it and take time yeah. on it, and um, you, you it, it might take that amount of time, but the amount of time you want to put into it, you, you you'll get there. No, definitely, yeah. Um, it's definitely, you know, I, any advice for somebody with autism is never be ashamed of. It don't be, you know, as you say, it's definitely not something to be ashamed of. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely something if you, you know, as part of who you are and as makes you want to be you know, who, you, who you're going to be. So, yeah, don't, definitely don't be ashamed of it. Yeah, and there's so many, like, things you can do with autism, like, like, like with awareness, like, like, there's so many people you can work within, like, the yeah. autism community, mm-hmm. like, you can, like, 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 of you, like, like, just, like, practicing, uh, like, nine, first of all, like, getting a glimpse of what autism is, um, and then working with those kids and um, staff around you, and then you know more. But I think there's so many things you can do with autism, it's quite really cool. Yeah, so especially what you're doing as well with the podcasting, that's very, yes, that's really cool what you're doing. So I, I have no clue at all about doing anything podcast related. Yeah. Um, but raising awareness and taking the time, and I'm sure, how long have you been doing this for now? Um, if you don't mind me asking me some- um, it's um like 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 with the podcast Ross, it's um it's it's involved around actually um autism and um like IBD like um like because yeah. I, like with that so what I like to do is kind of mix it up so okay. I, I like to talk about IBD like Crohn's colitis because yeah. I have Crohn's myself so um I like to speak about that but and autism as well because I, I thought join the two together it's good so you have yeah. so, so you have maybe like, like today's episode will be about autism with you Ross and then maybe the next episode will be with someone about maybe IBD Crohn's mm-hmm. and colitis so it's, it's kind of like a I think it's a good way to think about maybe a couple of things rather than just one but um the podcast actually started um earlier this year I'd say March, March April time so yeah uh, it's been um I think it's about seven months now that's good going so that's a good commitment that's good you know yeah, and the reason was Ross to create this was because, like, because me being like quite vulnerable to like the coronavirus and mm-hmm. having having to shield from it, um, with all the medication I'm on, that puts my immune system quite low. Um, yeah. I just I decided um, why not create a podcast to start with, and then at the yeah. start um, I kind of did a few episodes about me, explaining about me, about my Crohn's, my autism, and maybe different things I've done, and then I, I spoke about a fundraiser I did. And mm-hmm. first few episodes, I thought it was just going to be me talking the whole podcast at first. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I thought. And then, and then, and then um, I had an idea that I would, um, I, why not I get people 
on my podcast and speak to them about their experiences rather yeah. than just everyone hearing my voice, just my voice on, on, on all the time, which, um, which um, people may have liked, but I think they prefer me speaking to someone else <laughs> rather just than me. Exactly. It's, it's good to mix up, I suppose. And as you say, that's great that you're doing your team. Maybe one episode doing autism, one doing you know, different conditions, so it's good to spread awareness and kind of branch out in all directions. I suppose the more people you bring in, the more, um, more awareness you'll raise, which is, I think, it's great. Yeah. Um, get talking to more people, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very important for us as well. Like, um, if you're not seeing people, um, because of yeah. the pandemic and like, like you, you, that face to face, um, like you're seeing each other face to face, even if it's through like a, a video call, like, yeah. like, 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 like we are now, and just speaking to each other because it can be hard on people, like, not seeing people. I can, especially I know back home in Ireland, I think it's you know. People's find it tough. I'm sure the same as over in Myanmar, UK too. Just because you can't meet up your family, can't meet friends. Um, that's been a long time now. It's been, you know, and it's also jobs and stuff. Job security is not as good anymore. So it's definitely good to take time and just, you know, sit and talk to people. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, build relationships and just, yeah. you know, if any problems, talk about them and get them out there. And you know, I, you don't know who, 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 who could be helping, like just speaking on here. Um, yeah. You could. Like, you don't have to know them, but just knowing like people like enjoy it, and just yeah. like like knowing there's going to be a, a new guest each 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 episode, yeah. and it's a it's, it's quite cool. That's good, yeah. It's, as you say, it's another part of it too. You're always in awareness, but you're also giving some people somebody to kind of or giving something for people to engage with when they're yeah. stuck at home. You know, it's nice for them to have something to do and you know come and watch and tune in, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's um it's a I thought it was a very good idea because like like you. Um, Ross, I, I, I didn't know, I never heard of, well, I've probably heard of podcasts before, but I've never done one, but yeah. like, like from, from, from doing one now, like, I, I like, um, I, I, t- I tend to like, um, get people on and I always ask them that have they been on a podcast and, um, maybe some people may say, um, yes, but it's, it's very rare that I, I hear someone yeah. say yes. So yeah, this, <laughs> I, this is my first definitely. So, yeah. um, no, thank you very much for, for asking me to come on. So it's um it's good to have like something to forward to to do and it's just good to, to talk and chat, so the, the, of course and it is it's very good to talk and chat and yeah. and like and like, I think like what you're doing with autism, Ross, is very good and, and like lo, lo, like at the school, Ross, um are, like are, are you just like um put in like a class um with people with autism and then you just teach them for the day is that how it all works yeah for well say for there's different classes now um at the minute all the classes are split up because of you know, covid and stuff don't want everybody mixing too much but yeah basically i'm I do the role of a teacher so uh, mostly i work in one-to-one with the students um with a vast range of students you know some are more high function some are lower functioning um, each student has their own objectives to meet in different classes to run with them so every hour we switch which shouldn't we which shouldn't we work with um, some students could be doing some of their classes could be like working on let me see for example um, time questions you know uh, questions related to the calendar you know if you ask a student this is such and such a date which date will be in two weeks or when's you know such and such a date you know it's to help you know develop calendar skills and time skills some students say they have to go to work so we'll only go with them to their job in Walgreens for an hour or a couple of hours um, but yes yeah, it's, it's very varied um, some students um, are non-verbal. They work on uh, sign language too, which is a big part of it. Some students use uh, speech devices, so they use iPad. You know, and you have to build those communication skills. But a lot of it is one of the main things too is kind of um, working on independence. You know, getting the guys in, as independent as possible. So whenever they come, as I mentioned before, time to leave, and they're you know in a good position to go. Of course, and that, that is the main thing, just to get that independence. It's like it's like anything, isn't it? Like 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 a lot like with yourself and everyone. Like like that, yeah. that's the, that's the aim, really, isn't it? Just to get yeah. as much as independence as you can. Yep, same. See, that's what same for me. I want to. I had to work on my independent skills too, so it's just the same thing for for me as it is for for them. So yeah, yeah. Although they may find it a little bit hard and need maybe a little yes. bit more help, um, but, um, it's good to have that support. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd say at the school, it's more about running classes. But if you're working in the residence, um, you know, the residence home of the houses, it's more be more. We're working skills too, you know, like uh, dress, getting dress skills, brushing your teeth, stuff, you know, hygiene skills too, the important skills. 
because um, if people don't take the time to kind of teach those skills, then you know uh, the students are going to be dependent on that for the rest of life, and that's not what we want for them. We want them to you know be as independent as possible. Yeah, and uh, and it, it it must be like really fun like te- teaching as well because like, is, yeah. like because like like with teaching like like you're the one they all look up to aren't they because like yeah. you're the person in charge of the class and it must be like uh, really exciting for you it's very dangerous i never thought of myself as ever being a teacher or end up in this role but somehow i've ended up in it so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's i find it very rewarding i find it fun and it's exciting too yeah yeah and then, and then your aim is to hopefully in the future when coronavirus is at a halt or st- like there's a vaccine yeah. um, coming um, that you work in a spe- special needs school maybe be a, like a tutor of a class or um, hopefully yeah um, I'm still not too sure how what the future holds but um, I know in February I have to come either way just because of say visas and stuff so yeah. once I come in February I have to just kind of make my next move in there see if I might come back here to work or uh, try and find a job at home um it just depends i don't know how it's going to go so yeah. <laughs> that's all very exciting <laughs> yeah it is all very exciting because um it's um like because i, I, I it's very good the way like teachers kind of like 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 yourself like like understand because um like uh, as like teachers do at professional school they have sort of autism training don't they like that they they, they, they they go to um courses uh yeah to um I like to, that's something to do back home, whereas I think a lot of teachers back home, they don't get as much treatment or as much training as maybe they could, you know, they could do with more training if it was available to them. I just don't know that's all they get sometimes is I'm not sure how much they get in a few days or, yeah. but I think like before I came here, I had to get three weeks of training and then before that I'd done a full year off my master's course, which is applied behavior analysis, which had a focus on autism. So that was a year and three months of training before I was even allowed to work out here, which I think is, um, would be very beneficial back home. Um, I think I know it's maybe not always feasible, but hopefully in the future it will be something that will be brought forward. Yeah, because um, the more training and more understanding, the better it will be for the students. Yeah, of course, and 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 then the most important, the most important thing, aren't they? And um, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think like there are there are teachers out there, and there are like um like staff at, at schools, isn't there? Um, um, Ross that don't understand and like um, but like understand autism very well and yeah. like, as, like, as you say that like i i feel like maybe every school mainstream or um not um should get that um autism training should. yeah i think the good thing about how, where i'm working here in america the school has quite a high number of you know, staff to student ratio so a lot of the time we're one on one with our students or at least one and two whereas back at home in the uk it could be you want one teacher to 25 children you know, so it's way harder for them to give, um, maybe a classroom assistant too, it's way harder for them to give the attention, you know, attention that student needs with autism, maybe they sometimes need extra help in certain classes. Um, yeah. If there was more, I know it's not easy to do, but if there was more staff, it would help a lot too, just to give that extra sort of attention. Yeah, and and, and then like sometimes, like, if you're in a management school, for example, and you have autism, and like um, a teacher asks you, are you doing okay? And then you, you automatically say yeah I'm doing fine when you're actually not and, yes. the, te- and the teacher doesn't notice that um, you're, you're not yeah it can be um, yeah it's very easy to get left behind in schools back home I believe even well, I suppose in you know, mainstream schools in America too I'm sure it's similar um, you have to really yeah shout for yourself sometimes and it's really not easy to do that always especially if you're more of an introverted person or somebody with autism you really don't want to kind of advocate for yourself in that way um, yeah. so yeah. That's part of what we part of what we do too is you know try to get the guys to advocate for themselves. Um, we can have classes in that too. So if the guys, you know, part of the thing is, um, for example, say some of the guys' classes are, we can ask the guys, you know, give me your wallet, and they can say, no, that's mine. You know, them advocating for themselves and stand up for themselves. That's part of the classes we do too, which I think is very important. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like like people who are maybe not aware of autism and maybe they've heard of it but they don't know a lot about it that um yeah. like like for me for example i i i would i wouldn't think that like uh, like someone doesn't know about it and maybe then like i just said a little bit about it they wouldn't think i personally me have autism because yeah. i i don't i wouldn't look like someone else well yeah. you don't you, you can't really say that can you what, what you look yeah. like but um i wouldn't come across yeah. 
yeah. so, so someone who has got autism because um, I don't act like, like that. I, I, I don't like, um, like pretty capable, don't I? Oh, you know, it's, um, there is certain, like sometimes certain, I don't know what the word would be, like behaviours and may be more associated with autism. Like for example, in our school, some guys, you know, would be stimming or, you know, loud vocals and stuff sometimes with certain people with autism that will come across. And I think that's sometimes people focus on that there and don't realise that it's not, that's not what autism looks like. It's not just, you know, somebody with a loud voice or, you know, maybe some sort of stereotype. It's not, you know, it doesn't mean that doesn't define autism. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a spectrum. It's a very, you know, broad spectrum. Of course. And it is, um, it can be, it can, do, 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 do you think it can be hard on, on teachers as well? And like, like because you've got, um, like, like, like yourself, like, like, like you've got to kind of be on the ball, haven't you? You do, yes. Um, say some of our students in school now, I'm working on very specialised with students who sometimes have more challenging behaviour. Um, but we receive a lot of training on how the best way to deal with that and the best way to kind of, you know, um, work with those students, which I think is really good. Yeah, and and it, and it, and it is good, like, like, like first, like, like the, like the students that, like, are not as, um, probably maybe not as, um, like coming like at, like like like, like t- towards the staff that yeah. um but after time it like they kind of maybe get attached to maybe one 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 staff maybe like like maybe yourself maybe a student in the class so it's used to coming to you that um it's comfortable and it's good that they have that relationship isn't it because yeah. you you're used to coming to that student and and you can like assure them uh, like that they're like that they can have that help. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, um, that's a big part of teachers and be able. There's a lot of trust between the students and the teachers. And I think it's very important. Um, and just takes time to build those relationships and you know, kind of build rapport with the students. And that's like, at the start when I came at the you know the very beginning, I found that maybe a little bit tricky because not coming from this background, you know, working with uh, students, any sort of students, no matter you know, um, it took a while to kind of learn how to do that. And you know, it just takes a while to build up relationships. Same anywhere, you know. Yeah. Um, once that happens, then it's a lot, I think it's a lot more enjoyable, and you can get the most out yeah, of it. The students yeah. can get the most out of it. I think, like most people, really, if you if you meet a new person, you're going to be shy, aren't you? Like to start with. Yeah. And um, like it's, it's you're always going to be a bit shy. Like you're not going to be as you're not going to talk as much, are you? But no. as as soon as you like know, like 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 maybe even for you, Ross, as soon as you like maybe you started at that school. Um, like, like with the training and everything, uh, I would have thought maybe you, you're probably a little bit nervous, weren't you? Oh, yeah, so I'm from coming back home. I come from a very small village in Ireland. Um, yeah. As come to America is a very big, you know, big experience in itself. No matter you know, starting a new job and meeting new people. Um, but yeah, it's, it can be done at the start. But once you get settled into it, and you kind of, um, I think repetition is the biggest thing. The more you do something, the more comfortable you become with it. I'm not sure if you find that the same with the podcast. I'm sure as you go on, you may find it more easier and easier as you go on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just more repetition and practice is the best yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Of course, like like you meet new people coming on the podcast, don't you? Like you don't like there are some people that I, I I I know, but like like just speaking to new people, it, it can be like nervous, like um, yeah. at the start. But you kind of just like the more you talk and the more you do it, and you kind of get used to it and um, like you meet quite a lot of people, a lot of people through it. Yeah, well, I'm sure you've met a lot of people. You know, yeah. since doing this, since you started, I'm sure you've you know met loads and loads of people, which is always a good. You know, it's never a bad thing to meet loads of people. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's good fun, and it's a, I, I I do really enjoy it, and it's gonna be um I think it it help a lot of people, and and like like especially like like with you, Ross, like knowing that you didn't know much about it at first, and then. And then now you, I'd say you know quite a bit. Yeah. Just a learning experience, yeah. 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 And like, actually, Ross, um, before the coronavirus pandemic, I, I, I did some work experience at um, a factory. Um, but um, I had to explain what autism was. Um, because uh, funny enough, none of them were heard of it in, in okay. the factory. No, no one really, they might have heard of it, but they didn't know what it was. But they didn't really yeah. know hardly anything about it. So I had to explain. I was in the, it was in the room with not everybody, but yeah. quite, quite a lot of people in the room, and I explained where it was. But 
I had to explain that it's not just because I have these like personal like needs and need to do these things. Um, it's not going to be like that maybe for someone who hasn't maybe has autism as well. Yeah. So I kind of had to say that, and then I had to explain about my Crohn's because like I, I can pick up things easily. So like saying if someone's got a cold, could they please like even let me know or just keep a, yeah. a distance away away from me. So um, it. it like it can like if it, it's like anything it, it can be like hard to explain things to someone that um is not aware of them or doesn't know about them yeah i think that'd be you know if as what you're saying more awareness would definitely help you know i would um as you're saying it wouldn't be the fact you worked on nobody was you know, aware of yeah. even autism yeah. or uh, Crohn's which if that was wasn't the case i think it'd be a lot easier for people to get jobs as well and you know yeah. You shouldn't have to explain to people this is, you know, such another thing people should be, you know, be able to yeah. kind of yeah. have that knowledge or hopefully people learn, you know, over time and we, you know, perhaps that's done and achieved through yeah. spreading awareness. Yeah, I think eventually everyone, like, should be, like, knowing like, or even learning in, like, like um, yeah. schools. Like, it, like it maybe as a subject, like, make a autism, like, a subject of what it is or explain. Yeah, or explain that, like, like in the class, like that the children have it, and maybe explain a little bit what it is to them. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. So just to even have more, so people can be more aware and, um, you know, more accepted and more diverse in the class. I think that'd be a great idea. You know, students had, you know, young children had a, even like a few, for me, lessons on, you know, explain what autism is, what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and because you mentioned too, you were part of a um, before you moved your mainstream mainstream school first, then moved into yeah. a special school after that. Yeah. Um, did you find how did you find the transition? Was it difficult for you to transition from one school to the other, or were you pretty young at the time? I mean, it was quite hard, like because it is a battle to get into um, a special school um, from a mainstream school yeah. because um, it's very like like the places to get in it. It's very very short, so. Oh, I was quite lucky, and um, I didn't miss the mainstream school at all. Um, but yeah. Although, although all mainstream schools are different, maybe so some are in a behave better in a better way. Yeah. But the, the one I was at, um, it, it wasn't very good because like people understand your needs; they would just presume that you're yeah. fine. I know. And they, like, um, I was probably in a, like one classroom maybe with thirty people. But yeah. but there but there was um, a classroom that for people who do need more help. But even in that classroom, the teacher would say you're doing fine. Which maybe I did a little bit understood a little bit more in that class. But it wasn't. Um, I'll say I was fine. Like because like mainstream is quite big, isn't it? Like you have people going up and down the corridor all the time. Yeah. And like especially because um, you have to put a tie on. I remember at this. Um, I, I was at the um, school. You have to put this tie on. And what mm -hmm. I used to do is I, I, I used to run out of college as soon as I was allowed to and I'd run to, my, to the car because, yeah. because um, I knew they would tell me to put the tie on. And the reason I did that, because I didn't know how to put I didn't really know, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. put the tie on. It's so com it was so complex to do it. And I got stopped once and um, they said, uh, what, what, stop, why are you running? I've got to get to the car. And then they said, you've got to put your tie on. And I said, I can't do it. And then he made me. He made me try. He, he made me try and put it on next to him. And yeah. and then I asked him, as I can't do it, can you do it for me? And he said, I can't do it. I'm not allowed. Well, that, 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 that was a funny thing I didn't get. Like especially like it was in one drama class as well. That at, yeah. at, the, at the mainstream school, I asked quite a few this time. Every lesson I asked, why can you not do this tie for me? I'm, I'm struggling. I, I actually explained I've got autism. Do you know? Mm -hmm. I said, do, do you know what autism is? And they said, yeah, I do know what autism is. So I kind of had to say these things, which were hard and they were, yeah, kind of, they were strict yeah. as well. I find that too, you know, a lot of understanding from the teachers, but also sometimes in you know, mainstream schools, children can be very cruel too. Um, yeah. You know, your classmates, even, you know, say autism or, you know, autism sometimes, it can be, um, yeah, you, you get bullies and stuff no matter where you go. But I think sometimes they tend to pick on people who are different, you know, or appear different sometimes, which I, you know, I'm very much against. Like, I, there's fresh air bullies in my school too, so there was. Um, 
but they tend to go after people who th they think are easier to go after, which you know just shows how really petty they are themselves. Definitely. Um, yeah, but I think it's it's even worse as you say when the teachers don't understand because that's you know yeah. that's hard too. So it is because it's quite an easy thing, isn't it? Just to like help. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's what you kind of go to school for, isn't it? Like, help, like, um, yeah. help with help different things. And then when you get you told, um, you're not allowed that, that, that particular teacher's not allowed to do that, you kind of wonder yourself, um, um, why, why that is. And then, um, and then especially yeah. maybe in PE, actually, if you didn't get change in time, they would, uh, they would say, um, they were kind of say it was a joke, but it wasn't really a joke because with autism, some people don't take jokes in a, maybe um, more a, a laugh manner, do they? Some people can take it quite serious. Um, yeah. But um, what, what happened was um, like if I want maybe take take time to get changed because you do, don't mm -hmm. you? Because you're, you're exhausted after you you, know, you maybe done a session, and then then and then you get told you, know, you hurry up otherwise. Um, uh, you get locked in, which it, like um, it's uh, those things that maybe mainstream teachers or or anyone really that like who are maybe like in the school and not very nice to yeah. you that they don't kind of think before they speak. No, I think um, a little bit of you know, as you say, maybe those teachers. I think it's. A lot of it's lack of understanding. I think if they were more, more aware and more clued into what was, you know, what was acceptable and wasn't acceptable, they maybe hope for those sort of things that happen to you wouldn't happen, you know, yeah. to happen to people. Yeah. Um, I think especially in schools, they could do with a little bit more training, um, and the students as well. They could, you know, be a bit more aware of what you know some of autism really requires, especially in terms of extra help and stuff, and just be more, you know, understanding about compassion too goes a long way. Yeah. And and, and you also find Ross between like when people do have autism, they kind of they do find it hard to make friends, don't they? Yeah. Um, definitely. Sometimes, um, as you say, too, it's you know building social skills um, as part of you know because everyone needs to do that too. Sometimes, maybe some with autism might take a little bit longer to develop those skills. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I say in mainstream, mainstream schools, sometimes that can lead to you kind of becoming. A little bit isolated, or you know, harder to make friends sometimes. Yeah, and it's like it's like people who who are getting having a hard time at mainstream, and they're not getting that help they need, and they kind of say like at home, say you don't you don't really want to go in. Uh, yeah. Like, you, you you don't want to go in because you know it's going to be a rubbish day. Like I I remember getting asked every time, um, getting picked up. Like, do you have a good day? And I'll just say no every, every time. No, no. Yeah. Like, like every every day and. Uh, like m maybe there was a good lesson maybe it might have been a yes but it would have been a very um good one but f f from actually there um i luckily i only spent a year at yeah. mainstream at, like okay. it, sa it sounds like i was there for years for, for saying all that doesn't it <laughs> but um that can be a long time especially when you're not enjoying yeah. that can feel like a long you know feel much longer yeah and, and actually from year eight um actually it wasn't straight in year eight it was um january um time um, in in year eight, so just after Christmas, yeah, uh, and, and I joined them um, special needs school, which is, um, it, which is was wonderful, but um, yeah, it's it a very good school. That um, of course, could be nervous at first, yeah. Um, maybe other people didn't, maybe like you got the new person in the class, um, over, you could have your views, but um, it was um, I think it was the best thing that ever happened. Because, well, that's um, good. I'm glad that you got, you know, managed to get to where you, you know, somewhere can give you the best help you, can, you know, deserved. Um, yeah. And you met quite a lot of nice people in there, and like, like, like teachers were, like, you could call them your friends as well because they, yeah. they, 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 they are nice as others. But although maybe some, like, you, you, you prefer to go to maybe a, a particular teacher that you're comfortable with, maybe yeah. like. Like, like for me, I normally went to like my tutor um, mm -hmm. because I was quite comfortable with her, and, and I would always come to her because um, I'd say she understands me quite well. And yeah. especially the one actually, I was one of my favourites in um, year 
you you turn in eleven. I um I had the same one, so I I, I really enjoyed um like, I I really enjoyed that. But like from year eight on, um year eight to year eleven was really good. Um, was uh, really good years. Yeah, I'm glad that you got you know you got you had happy after you got first that through the first year. I'm glad that the rest of it was you know very good for you. Yeah, thank you. And um, like you'll have. You will have your like your up and down days, like even yeah, like, yeah. even if you do move like college and you might not have a, a good day. Like I like I, I won't be getting saying like ask if ask how how's your day been, um, Mason? I'll say um yeah. some days it might be yes, or some days it might just be well, no I think, because yeah, it's just normal. Well, I think it's very good too that you actually have you know, I you said you have bad days, but let be sure that your parents know that wasn't a good day. I think that's very important too. I think sometimes people fall in the trap of just saying, oh, it was a good day, it was a good day, but really it wasn't a good day. Um, yeah. So I think it's very important to kind of, you know, be honest with yourself and, you know, whoever's, you know, your parents, whoever's, um, you know, be honest with them too and say, oh, it wasn't such a good day, but that's okay. It's okay to have bad days sometimes and good days. Yeah. And, and, and you do find, like, people have autism as well. Uh, although with people who are getting, like, um, been been like people being nasty to them at, at, at school when you tend sometimes don't you like 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 maybe the like like the, the student or the child got home and then won't say anything to like the parents because they're too yeah. scared about what's going to happen to them or they get it hurt because um a teacher's found out like that they've been told off but um i think um if it, anything does happen i think you should speak to your like your parents yeah. and then speak to your teacher and then that that can it, it, the person may carry on but if it carries on the more you tell the, the more the solution will kind of get resolved I feel. yeah no it's definitely the worst thing you do is kind of not advocate yourself and stay quiet that's the worst thing you do i think yeah if you're not feeling good or you're feeling sad let somebody know definitely yeah um, and then say you can always get started then and kind of get um you know something we done about it if nobody knows and nobody can help it's always a big thing yeah, of course, and it's a it's like a, a big thing to speak out as well. Don't like because, like I think confidence is a it's a it's, it's um a very key. I think yeah. because um I, I I always remember when I was younger, I wouldn't say anything. I would just I would just get on with it. I would try my hardest, and yeah. if, if I found something hard, I wouldn't say anything. I would just maybe just put the wrong answer down and not ask for help. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, that sounds a lot to me when I was younger too. I was very, that's quite, I'm still, I'm quite a quiet person. Um, but especially in primary school, I wouldn't have talked, you know, never stuck my hand up in class to answer questions or ask questions. I wouldn't have really been me. Um, but I think, I think you're not doing yourself any favours by doing that. I think you're just kind of, you know, yeah. it doesn't help you, you know, achieve what you want to achieve. It doesn't help you learn. If I didn't understand a question, I would just kind of sat there and hope somebody else answered the same question which I wanted to answer. And then they didn't. I just kind of forgot about it, and then you know I was behind then. So um. I, I I feel like um I kind of felt back then was um what other people think will think like about getting an answer wrong, like um, they might laugh. Yeah. I think that, that, that that's what I was mainly thinking of. But now um I kind of think um I'm 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 more focused on like like what I'm doing. Like like if I need help, yeah. I ask for it. I won't worry about what um, other people will think. Yes, just you're totally right, so you are, Mason. Um, I kind of came to that realization too. It doesn't matter what other people think. Just worry, you know, do your thing and do what's best for you. Yeah. And you have to stand up for yourself sometimes too, and just kind of go for it. Yeah, that that is the main thing. You, yeah. You, you've got to, um, you just got to get try and get on with things. Like um, if you find it hard. Uh, it's a good thing if you find something mm-hmm. hard because you can't always find something easy all the time. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's uh, like nothing's good. ever as easy. Then something wrong, so it's very easy for you know, <laughs> pushing yourself. Yeah, and and just like 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 uh, it's not easy meeting any person, yeah. is it? Um, Ross, because like um, it, it can be hard. Like like at first, like um, like just you'd be shy at first, and then through time, yeah. through time, you you'll get to know them, and then um be friends yeah it takes me about many months to get to you know to become comfortable enough with somebody um to become really close friends then they can see how weird early i'm supposed to <laughs> <It> takes <laughs> a long time um 
but yeah, it's, you know, it seems just the more you work at it and just talk to people and just build those relationships. I think it's, yeah, I think that just takes time. I think that is one of the main things, like taking time and taking time for yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always, um, I think it's like, like autism now, I think, um, like it's very important, like to speak about it. If, um, like, 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 like to your teachers, like for say, like there are unfortunately people in mainstream schools who are still there, like, um, not getting the help they need. Um, which is quite sad. Yeah. Um, I do hope in the next, you know, however so many years, five or 10 years it does. I think the awareness now compared to what it was even when I was in school, I think it's even, you know, become a lot better. So it has, um, when I was in primary school or secondary school, I didn't, you know, I didn't know of anybody, you know, my school had autism. I'm probably guaranteeing there definitely was people with autism in the school. Um, but I think nowadays, you know, it's getting better and hopefully it improves even more in the next five or 10 years with stuff what you're doing as well say the you know, podcast helps and even you know more training and more understanding will definitely help yeah yeah ma- 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 maybe like the podcast can go in like maybe different schools that people want to learn about autism maybe and and then like that even gets more awareness of it definitely no it's definitely something you know um i think you know i think Nowadays, too, there is in your typical classroom. I think it's, um, I'm not sure if I'm wrong, I think it's about two out of um, every class of 25. You know, on average, two children have autism in most classes now. So it's, is, you know, something which is, you know, everybody knows something with autism, um, I would say. So the awareness and understanding and learning more about it is just, it's going to help, help everybody, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think it definitely will, and um, I think it's very important not 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 for like um, just teachers to learn about it. I think everyone like um, everybody, yeah, yeah, like like if you're in a class with maybe a couple of people with autism, I think everyone should know about it because um, say you have autism, you've been diagnosed with it, and you haven't said anything, and you of course you 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 you're gonna wonder what um if people um make funny of it because but if yeah. you but if the people in your class learn about it first and they um can't know a little bit about it that, that they'll know you you don't have to um, you don't have to be shy about it you, you, yeah you can talk to them and maybe they can understand mm-hmm. slightly oh definitely um no i think you're doing definitely right there um i've from this year, I took so much away from it, and I feel like my understanding I think I can maybe pass that, hopefully, pass that on to other people, um, so they can maybe learn about it too. So yeah, yeah, I think you'll you'll you 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 will definitely help people now, um, Ross, because you've you've learned a lot, quite a lot from from this year. I would, yeah. I would have thought, and then you'll, you'll you'll bring that on to like um if you decide maybe to come back like like to America, or yeah. or maybe stay in Ireland. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, how it's um, or even say there's places in England, you know, over to your direction too. There's always so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, like, would you say like in Ireland, um, like because um, like would you say it's known like a lot, like a lot of people know about it in Ireland? Um. Well, I'm so I come up from up north. I'm up near the very north where I'm, which is Belfast direction. Okay. And. I'm trying to think now. There's there are schools, um, you know, special needs schools, but they seem to be kind of all special needs. They're just not a school for a child with autism. So you know, there's mental, you know, students with physical disabilities too. So I think it'd be nice to see maybe more dedicated schools would be better too. Just for as if the place where I'm at now just solely focuses on autism, and think that can really get those students the best help they need because it's more direct and specific. Um, I think in Northern Ireland, it's definitely become more of a, you know, more people have known about it now. So my parents, for generations, they didn't, you know, it was never mentioned at all. Like nobody, <laughs> they didn't know anybody with autism, but that's because there was no diagnosis or there's no real mention of it told me 40 years ago. I think nowadays it definitely is more, um, 
more what's the word more um known about it more in the you know even the media and stuff as well yeah yeah i think it, i think it like although it's like it's, it's all it's all around the world isn't it um autism yeah. it's not just like one country like um oh yeah like um maybe if you go on holiday to somewhere and like like the, the, the like different places you go to that they kind of have a little glimpse and understand of it um hopefully yeah yeah um we have a place to the school which i work with is a place in dubai too so another uh, school for uh, autism in dubai which is nice um, i've never been there myself but um i know that's another great place too it's supposed to be very good and there's you know great programs going out there oh yeah there's, there's lots of programs isn't there like to like yeah. for awareness for autism like to teach people about autism, to get training for autism. It's, um, I think it, it's a lot more known than like when, when I was like diagnosed, I think. Yeah. Um, there's like, even say, like, the school I work for does a lot of stuff to awareness too. They do like um, a 5k marathon, you know, run too for help raise awareness and raise funds for autism too, which is really cool. Um, yeah. This year it hasn't, you didn't happen because of COVID, so I've actually done it virtual. So done a virtual 5k, which is pretty cool. Oh. Um, but usually the big, you know, the big day. There's um, all the students come out and they, you know, a big party for them. There's like yeah, barbecues and slides and stuff. And all the guys take part in the, the 5k run. Their parents take part, friends and family. And they'll raise money for the, you know, for the cause team for the school, which is really cool. Well, that is that is um that is very, very cool. Like like I know like there are lots of events for like autism, like just to yeah. raise money. Like um, like because like like at the moment like um. I remember, like there were charities um, that um, were like 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 funding it hard because of the pandemic. So yeah. it's, it's good, like like to raise awareness for like a charity that's like like close to you, like 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 the autism maybe yeah maybe like Crohn's Crohn's colitis um UK and UK, but there's there's all sorts of like charities around the world, or, or, which is brilliant. Yeah. It's no, it's definitely um. They had everyone's had to adapt this year, especially because of you know current circumstances or current current circumstances. Um, but I think it's you know it's definitely creative ways you can go about it. Say like what you're doing to the podcast is very you know it's it's definitely a good time to do it because you know people are at home mm-hmm. and they're um we need something to do and this is a great way to kind of also do give some views also for other people to kind of you know get talking about autism and Crohn's and different things too mm-hmm. and raising awareness. Yeah, definitely, and it, it kind of keeps me occupied. <laughs> yeah, and it's good yeah. to have a hobby too. Like every, you know, it's a good hobby too. I'm sure for you, I'm sure you learned a lot. Yeah, even but, skills like working, you know, skills like podcasting. I'm sure like working with audio equipment and stuff too. It's stuff you had to learn. Yeah, um, it's, it's all um, it's all it's it's all good go. It's all very good to learn, and yeah, yeah. and even though like 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 OBD, Crohn's, colitis, autism, mm-hmm. like I'll I'll always be learning like. Yeah. every episode really like like um well like you would like 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 of anyone who would be listening to it like you might be learning something i'm saying you might be learning something you're saying mm-hmm. so you kind of learn and so i always say you, you, you'll learn something new every day yeah oh definitely i'm learning every single day i always feel like if you don't learn something every day it's kind of a waste i think so it's <laughs> definitely yeah definitely. and i think it's uh it's very important to raise awareness because uh, like um like like I said before like you, you just don't know do you who who you gonna help? No. Yeah. Um. So, um, that's a great thing about podcast too. People can come back and watch it any time, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who's going to here. It's great help. Because yeah, it's it's always gonna be there. It's like, it, it's yeah. not going anywhere. Like um, and like like your episode will stay there like um forever. So it, 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 even we'll. we'll, we'll like later on in life, you you think, oh, oh look, I, I remember I was on a podcast um, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that day. Um, I, I, I'm I'm going to watch it. I, I, I might give it a, a re-listen. Um, now because it's been um, a fair few um years since, yeah. since, since, since I did it. Um, and then uh, I think like whoever comes in there like should be proud of just like coming on the podcast and telling there what they do, what their story is, like yeah. work, work with autism, people who have autism. It's just, um, I think it's a, a very good way to raise awareness. Thank you very much for, for having me on. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, know, I know Kelly too, she really appreciated being on too. She enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's nice to see you know, from where we're at. It's nice we can kind of talk to some other side of the world, you know, <laughs> and, you know, chat, which is nice. Yeah, it, it, it has been a, a, a really good chat, Ross, and I've, I've really yeah. enjoyed uh, speaking to you today. And, and uh, Ross, I just wanted to say one last thing. I'm, I was going to just ask you, ask yeah. you, um, uh, like, like with autism, what, what, what would you say like autism like means to you? For me, for me, autism means it's just people's different. Everybody's different, you know. As I said before, people with autism have their differences. I have mine. Um, yeah. We're all different, but that doesn't mean um, that we can't achieve the same things and have their own goals and develop. You know. For me, autism is just, it's differences, but it's not, you know, I've, if I have differences, they're differences. That's what makes it unique, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, <laughs> well, well, thank you, Ross. That, that's, um, that's, that's, a, that's, um, that's amazing, like, 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 um, like, like, like you're saying that, because it, it does make, everyone's different, no one's the same. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I said before, we're all the same, I think we all go mad. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, it's been really good speaking to you today, Ross. And it's been um, it's great hearing like like about how how you went to learning about like autism, and now you're you know lots about it, and you kind of know what you want to do, and like um, you have an idea of being like 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 te- like being a teacher now, but but being in one, you're like maybe like a special needs school as well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I really appreciate it. Thanks again for having me on and I hope you rest your podcast as well. I wish you all the best for the future of all your episodes. Definitely. And, and, and thank you, Ross. And, and please continue what you're doing, like all your autism work and like teaching. And um, I hope you have a nice rest of the day. Yeah. Thanks, Mason. Well, thank you, Ross.